Welcome to the Niched Agency Podcast, where we delve into the journey of owners who have gone from saying yes to everyone in every project to thriving industry leaders and authorities. Here's your host, Ryan McGovern. Hello and welcome. For those of you that don't know me yet, I'm Ryan McGovern. I'm currently the Director of Sales Marketing at SEO Brothers, a white label SEO company. Prior to that, I owned a few of my own agencies, a couple of which were huge failures and one of which I'm really proud of that actually paid the bills. Joining me today is guest and of course, niche agency owner, Jackie Cullen. Jackie, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. So what we do here, and you may already know this if you've listened to some episodes, what we do here is kind of just extract the professional sort of stories from agency owners that have gone from the struggling to make ends meet, having to say yes to every project just to pay the bills to, I have a, I work in a single industry and I'm thriving and my team is thriving. So like that whole story in between, we just want to get your story out into the world. Part of it is to be sort of inspirational to most of our listeners who are in that struggling phase. And part of it is just because it's cool to talk about. So yeah, if you wouldn't mind, like what's your professional journey been like? And you can start as far back as you'd like. You can go back to high school, college, you call it. Let's not get too crazy. I don't want to date myself too much. (laughs) (laughs) So I graduated college in 2005. And in that time period, the job market was a lot different than it is today. So prior to graduating, I started interviewing with a ton of different companies for marketing and business development to see what was out there. And I ended up, a recruiter reached out to me for a dental laboratory and had absolutely no idea what a dental lab was, (laughs) as most people don't. I didn't know what it was. It sounded interesting. I started doing my research. I went to interview with them, ended up with the position. I spent about a decade working with this national laboratory, um, doing a lot of marketing and business development. I got a lot of experience And like most entrepreneurs, at some point during that period, I thought, man, this red tape really sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Climbing the corporate ladder was cool and served me well. And I gained a lot of experience, a lot of things that I really use today in in my own agency and things that I know that I don't want to use in our uh, company. So spent about a decade doing that and went out on my own. In 2014, I thought, man, I I really want to get away from dental. I want nothing to do with it. And I went out and started working with small businesses. Like most agency owners, I worked with a lot of different small businesses doing their marketing. And quickly, Ryan, did I realize this is hard. It's really hard. (laughs) (laughs) It is really hard. Yeah. Small business owners watch every penny as they should. They are extremely difficult to work with at times. It was hard to learn that new industry every single time I would land a new client. And I was driving home one day, coming home from an entrepreneur group that I belong to. And it hit me that 
man, I need to get back to dental. I got <laughs> Just got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's my roots. I know it. I know that dentists need marketers because I got the opportunity to see behind the scenes that they want nothing to do with their marketing management, HR, anything like that. They want to do dentistry. Yep. They just want butts and seats. That's it. And they have the money to market. And they have the money. Yes. That that helps as well. That that was a big motivator. (laughs) (laughs) So do you guys do orthodontics as well? Is it strictly dentistry? Yeah. Okay. Yes. In the dental space. Anything in the dental. Anything in dental. Okay. Our primary client base is general dentists. But yes, we work with a lot of different specialties. Okay. And where are you located? So our headquarters is in Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida, but you take clients nationally, I assume. That's correct. Yep. National and some in Canada. And some in Canada. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, we are a Canadian-based company, but funnily enough, we have 80% of our clients are from the U.S. But yeah, so you got to, I kind of glossed over, I skipped asking you about college. Did you go to college for anything related to marketing or did you use that degree? Oh, yes. Yeah. So business administration, so I got my BA specialized in marketing. So yes, that is correct. Amazing. Okay. And then you went in for a decade. Like you, I'm assuming you jumped around a little bit when you were there, like position wise, like what were your... That's correct. So I got hired locally in Tampa. I spent some time there. I did a small stint where I left the dental laboratory and actually worked on a political campaign. After that, about a year of that, I went back and I started working more nationally. And that's when I started to climb the corporate ladder and ended up as a director of market development. That was my last phase working underneath the CEO, which, you know, was great experience, awesome experience. Yeah. Yeah. So that had to have some security with it though. And that's sort of a complaint, not a complaint, but a worry of a lot of people that are in a similar situation. It's like, I've got a salary right now and I've got benefits and I have a family I need to support or whatever the case may be. Like walking away from that to start your own business again, it had to be a scary endeavor. And I'm sure finances were great, savings accounts great, but still it has to be scary, right? Man, it was an adjustment. Of course, it's scary. But I will tell you that I felt like I was more in control when I left the corporate world. So I know everybody views it a little bit differently. Yes, the security of having the income and a higher income, much higher, especially when you start your first agency, the security of benefits, but the control of not knowing what the future would hold in that corporate position in politics and the red tape drove me bonkers and was very difficult. I think it is for a lot of people when you have to kind of conform to that corporate structure. And when I got out on my own, it was when I felt truly free. And I felt like I had more control of my future and I could make of it what I wanted. I love that. I love that. So mental health improved. (laughs) You summed that up well. (laughs) That's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. I love that. Okay. So struggles, everyone struggles. Give me your top two. When you started out, was it really hard to find clients? Was it really hard to find, I don't know, help? Was it really hard to find contractors, if that's what your thing was? So I think the biggest struggle was trying to figure out not only was the niche dental, but trying to navigate through what does that look like in that dental space? had the benefit of meeting who is my now co-founder, Schomburg. I met him very early on in the stage of going out onto my own. And it was probably the best thing that had happened 
when I left the corporate world was meeting Sean. Okay. Was the entrepreneur for quite a long time while you were working your way up that corporate ladder? That's right. You nailed it. So he had his own agency at the time that, like most people, had many different verticals that he served. So I um, I actually joined that agency as an owner. And at the same time, we both realized, both realized, man, this is... He always knew that he wanted to get into a vertical. And I obviously had the experience in dental. And we said, we just need to do that. So we branched off and formed my dental agency. And that's when we started the agency for specifically dental and stop working with many different verticals. Yeah. Okay. Usually one of the questions that I ask people is like, how did you choose your vertical? But for you, it was just, it seems so obvious. Like, no, it is. Yeah. It's it was (laughs) Yeah. There's obviously no question there, especially, yeah. If you just know the industry in and out, you've seen the back end, you've seen their struggles, you know what their problems are and how to solve them already. Heck yeah. Right. Yep. So it was the two of you. It was you and Sean Berg. And then how did you grow from there? So this is what year do you think? So I left and started out on my own in 2014. This was not long after that. Okay. Nine years ago. Okay. Yep. So after that, yeah, please keep going. Yeah. So in 2015 is when we formalized my dental agency. So it it wasn't long after I had branched on my own. I had met Sean. We decided that we needed to create the dental agency specifically. And we just started ramping up from there. And did you stick to your guns or was there ever a period where you're like, "Mm, man, this construction company, it looks like a really nice paycheck. (laughs) Let's just do it. No, we've had a couple, you know, the drill when your friend owns a specific company outside, we would always help people like that. But honestly, no, unless it was a personal connection, we stuck with dental. Yeah, good for you. It's hard not to. All that is, is a distraction really from your main goal, which is to like build an authoritative brand because there's just digital agencies are such, they're just dime a dozen these days. You know, if you're, I truly believe that if you don't have some sort of specialization in a niche or in a vertical, you're going to drown because you just, you're competing with a sea of other people. Like I always picture or give this sort of analogy if there's like a hundred people in a room and they all, maybe 30 of them are dentists and 40 of them are construction and the other 30 are proctologists. I don't know why that came to mind. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) And you walk in as a generalist marketer and like put your hand up and say, this is what I do. Who wants to work with me? You have no foot in the door. You have nothing ahead of, you're not ahead of the game at all. But if you walk in there with 10 years behind the scenes of dentistry and lots and lots of pretty case studies and like I've helped this X amount of dentists achieve X results in X time period. And then you raise your hand and say, who would like to work with me? The dentists are probably going to raise their hand. It's just sort of think, why wouldn't you? You know, I don't go to, this is, (laughs) I don't go to McDonald's if I need my teeth pulled, if that makes sense. That's really, (laughs) that's really, that's, you know, that's stretching it, but yeah, that's why, I mean, there's specializations in medicine, of course, like you go to a cardiologist when there's something wrong with your heart and it's the same for marketing, it really should be at least. Yep. Your customer wants to feel comfortable that you speak their same language and you understand their pain points and you understand who they're trying to attract. So, I mean, that takes one obstacle out of the way. Yeah, that was well put. Yeah. So just getting, if you're already in with that, wonderful. And you have a leg up. 
And they should know that. Okay, so marketing as a whole, obviously there's many, many, many things you can offer. What are you guys offering right now? So I go back to kind of sharing what one of our struggles was when we were trying to figure out exactly, you know, we have this niche of dentistry. What do we need to do now to even stand out within it? And although we do have this vertical, there are still many people within our space. And the one thing that I personally saw in getting to work around the nation with different practices and taking a peek behind the curtain was they want to be able to trust because this is so out of their wheelhouse. They want to be able to trust and they want to know that what you're doing for them is custom. And so we started to really put together a strategy that was built around doing a custom marketing strategy for each and every single practice. We use a lot of best practices, of course, and any agency should, a smart thing to do, but everything we do for each client is very unique as it relates to their personality and building whatever campaigns and websites. And we take a very comprehensive approach and that's something else. We didn't want to just come in and offer websites. We didn't want to just do social media. We wanted to make sure that if we're trying to attract patients, how do you do that? There's many different channels to do that. And we need to make sure that we're creating this very comprehensive plan for these practices. So we actually do it through many different channels online. Okay. So you'll sit down with someone and say, what are your struggles? Actually, you you could probably sit down and say, I know half of your struggles. What are the other half? <laughs> and I kind of already have an idea of how I can help you. I'm sure. I'm sure you can come to the table with that, but it's a very holistic approach that you guys take. That's exactly right. Yeah. We're going to do, we can attract people through social. Of course we can do SEO. We can do PPC. We can do content marketing and come up with this sort of tailored plan for each one of them. That's correct. You've got like your bag of tricks and you just pull out whatever you need to in order to get it done for that particular client. That's correct. And we typically are not putting all of our eggs in just one or two baskets, you know? Sure. Yeah. You never want one thing to be telling the entire success story. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Yeah. That's just as an SEO company, that's something that we have struggled with when we're strictly doing SEO is that we are, if the marketing company we're partnered with is only offering SEO to that person, and that's the only thing they're doing and they're not seeing much growth. And like, you know, it's a long-term kind of play. So they're not seeing much growth. They go to client and client says, well, I told you we should run ads and do some social or whatever the case may be. But yeah, then we're on the hook, if that makes sense. It's like, we are 100% responsible for the success of that business. And that's hard. It's hard to be in that seat. And I'm sure I don't need to explain that to you. Yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. So... One of the things I like to ask, because most people start out, as it sounds like you did, but for a short period of time, but because most people start out with multi-location, multi-industry, like, I'm just going to, I know marketing, so I'm going to put marketing out in the world and see what comes back my way. When you switched from that, which kind of, it does have its upsides. And one of those upsides is that it can be exciting. It can be exciting that not every day is going to be the same. So I always ask how people manage the potential monotony of having the same industry projects every single day. Has that ever been a struggle or is that not even crossed your mind? So honestly, I feel like it's an oxymoron to say digital marketing agency and monotonous. Because (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it is ever changing. It is so fast paced. There's so many different moving parts. And I, I mean... 
in all fairness, because we take this very comprehensive and custom approach, even though we are still working only dental, every day, everything we touch, everything we're doing is different. Is there a lot of the same? Yes. How many times can you talk about dental implants or veneers or whitening? Sure. Yeah. For some of our team members who are writing content, I'm sure there's some monotony there and you struggle with that. But because we take this very holistic and custom approach every day, just so darn different. Every client is so different, what their needs are, their personalities, and how we're trying to portray them that it honestly has never crossed my mind because of how fast paced and how many different moving parts and the customization. of Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, cool. So next question, we'll kind of just transition here. Next question, was it purposeful that you started into dentistry? I know the answer is yes, but you started in sort of generalist. Did you guys rebrand at some point and say like, we are now X from Y? Were you ever called something else? Yes. So when I first started on my own, I I created the agency Vantage Point Partners. And that was that short stint when- It's a sexy title. (laughs) Thank you. That short stint from when I left the corporate world, getting out on my own, working with a lot of different small businesses, um, and then meeting Sean shortly after and what rebranded to my digital agency in 2000. So So when you say shortly, how long are we talking? I left the corporate world in 2014. Okay, so about a year. Yep. yep. About a year. Man, that's really cool that, I mean, what great timing. How did you guys meet each other? How did you, how do you cross paths? Yeah, so we met in an entrepreneur club that we both belong to and he and his wife lived not far from where I lived and we headed off. We melded very well personality-wise, business philosophies. And we started uh, working closely together. We actually had one dental client who is still working with us today that started with Vantage Point Partners. It was such a short period of time, but they actually onboarded when we were Vantage Point Partners. And oh, then, that's so cool. Yeah, very, very cool story. And that practice is still with us. Yeah. I mean, that should be a point of pride. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a good nugget for you listeners. We always try to pull out a couple of nuggets from each conversation. And that's a great one. Join your local entrepreneurial club. Clubs. Like you, sometimes there's fees that you have to incur, but sometimes they're free and they're just great groups of people that get together with similar mindsets and similar goals and just talk about the problems, talk about their successes, have some coffee, maybe some beers. It's really fun. Even at your local chamber of commerce, maybe. We used to, I used to go to my local chamber of commerce and just, they had like a beer bash every other Friday night where and just a bunch of entrepreneurs getting together, every business sort of industry you could think of. And yeah, it's just cool. It's just cool to be around like-minded people. So was this something that was like that, that was more casual? Or did you have like a structure thing with like a coach or like a guru behind it? So it was a little bit structured, but it was casual. So they put on a lot of events, presentations, they would bring in speakers, they would do kind of like field trips to larger corporations in the area. But it was a mix of what you're describing. When I first left the corporate world, I agree with you. It is a very good nugget to take away. I just tried to try to do anything and everything I could to learn as much as I could getting out on my own. And I knew that long-term, an entrepreneur group that I joined, I knew it wasn't going to be a long-term thing. It's not my personality to kind of go to those meet and greets and it's super uncomfortable for most people. But I knew if I wanted to learn and if I wanted to find 
you know, different individuals and what worked for them and what didn't. And I actually came out of it with a good friend, Sean, who is now my business partner and some other really great connections. Now, did it work out with everybody I met? Of course not. Not everybody's going to jive. Not everybody's going to be your speed. Uh, not everybody's going to have the right mindset. Some people are there just to, to acquire business. That wasn't my mindset, but I also met people that were just like me. They weren't there just to get business. Yeah. There's always the hustlers that are just walking yeah. around with their stack of business cards. Like, hey. Good for them, man. Good for them. <laughs> uh, right. Like I respect it, but yeah. 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 But yes, I came out of that with, and there was a fee. You're right. But it was worth it for me, obviously. Cause I, I mean, oh, yeah. I'm really great people. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that you met Sean is obviously you didn't know that at the time when you were yes. paying the bill, but <laughs> that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Like, I don't know. I don't know what your stance is on like existentialism, but like maybe that wasn't an accident. Yeah. I don't believe in coincidences. I'll just say that. I'll just say that. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> So yeah, we've already gone over, I'm just looking at our list here. We hit them. We hit them all. Hard no to outside, which is rare, by the way. <laughs> Some people, when I ask that question, they're like, oh yeah, for three years, I was working outside of my niche. And uh, <laughs> it took me, you know, when one niche partner came in, I just kicked out like the troublemakers. Man. Yeah. It's, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Just so. Yeah, I mean, you know, keep the bills flowing, but request the yeah, yeah. So Jackie, earlier when we were talking about your niche vertical and your intake of clients, we were talking about obviously the dental vertical. I'm sure you guys get maybe referrals, maybe other inbound that you're not necessarily marketing for that is outside of dentistry. What do you do with those leads? Do you have referral programs set up? Do you have like profit sharing set up with like other marketing companies? How's that look? So I believe because in our name is dental and we only market to dental. Yes, we do get individuals that have through the many years come to us, you know, that are in the medical space. We'll entertain it. We'll get on a call. We'll kind of see what they're about and see what they're looking for. It normally isn't a great fit. I and mean, we identify that. So to answer your question, because we don't get an influx of it, and it's very rare, we're not going to have a construction company land on our website and say, let me reach out to them. It is, it is they would be, um, <laughs> they'd probably be very confused uh, if they were doing that. Maybe they had a few of those cocktails on Friday night and just wanted to fill out our form. But I think because of that, it's very clear that we work with dental. We don't get, yeah. a, we don't have a referral program or people that we have to farm out to, but we, we'll entertain that that comes to us and has questions. But honestly, I can't even remember the last time that's happened, Ryan. Okay. So no need to put a system together then. Yeah. It's funny. We're called SEO brothers, but people ask us for ads and social media and you name it all the time. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's our first point of contact of like email to me as they found my name on the site. Email to me. What's your cost structure for ads look like? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help you. So yeah, we do have to have like some sort of a system set up like, with some yeah. really good referrals. But we didn't talk about your team too much. Just really you and Sean. Do you have like an internal, like, do you guys have an office, an internal team, like people that get together or are you fully remote? What's that look like? We have an awesome team. So we are mostly full-time. Then we have some part-time individuals and some subcontractors, but the primary group of us are full-time individuals, each in their own kind of skill set and category, project managers. We have designers, website developers, social media managers, writers, content creators, 
you name it, we have it, ad specialists. And prior to 2010, man, why do I keep messing that up? Prior to... <laughs> I do that. I do that all the time. Ten man is stuck in my head. Prior to the pandemic, let's say, uh, prior to the pandemic, we had an office space in the Tampa Bay area that uh, all of our team members went to. As soon as that that happened, like most companies, that actually was an eye opener for myself and Sean to say, "Man, we can go remote. It's actually working pretty darn well. Our team members enjoy the freedom." to drive into an office, the biggest benefit came that it opened our eyes that we could find talent outside of the Tampa Bay area, because prior to this, we would have never looked to hire. Yeah, right. It wouldn't have been a question back then. Yeah, we would have never. I mean, it was like make our skin crawl to think like, how do we work with someone remote? That's crazy to us. So we actually since then, we have our business development manager. He's in North Carolina, one of our social media managers in Ohio. And then some of our subcontractors are also out of the Tampa Bay area, which is um, really cool. We meet remotely, but here locally, we try to meet up every so often. A little team building exercise. <laughs> yep, we have a company holiday that we do. We bring everybody in for that holiday party. We do a, we're doing our first summer retreat this summer. We're bringing everybody in in the Clearwater Beach area. So that'd be really cool. Yeah. So to answer your question, we have probably one of the best teams I've ever been able to work with. So cool. That's so cool. And I know like in a public setting, most people would say that, but I can really tell like in your voice that you truly believe that. That's amazing. Hands down, man. This agency wouldn't be what it is today if we didn't have this. Without the right people. Yeah. Don and I are just a small piece in this puzzle. Our team is really who runs it and gets the job done and does it well. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. One last thing. We touched on it a little bit earlier, but working on your business instead of in it, you said both. I'm curious, what piece of the business are you still working in? Is it something that you just really enjoy doing? A little bit of both. So for myself, because I have a marketing background, I do all the marketing and a lot of the marketing strategy for our clients and ourselves. Sean has more of a tech background. So he actually still works in the agency as well doing our ads with obviously other team members, not just himself, but doing some of the technical pieces behind the scenes with that. So each of us play a role still inside the agency, but mostly and primarily um, working on the agency. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's very cool that there's still something that you can kind of, that's task oriented, that you can still kind of dig your hands into. I still like having that as well. I always have. I always have. With the first, my first new agencies, I was forced to do everything because I didn't have people. But on the third one, when I did have people, I have a web design background. I'm kind of like a nerdy techie dude. So I still enjoyed doing that, especially the design aspect. I'm very creative. So yeah, yeah. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for that. It's been very insightful. It really sounds like you have a great head on your shoulders and a great agency. And I wish nothing but the best for you. That's going to do it for us today. I've been your host, Ryan McGovern. Thank you so much to our listeners. And thank you so much, Jackie, for being here. And thank you for tuning into the Niche Agency podcast. And please consider subscribing. We upload new episodes every Thursday at 12 Eastern, 12 noon Eastern. If you're an agency owner, trying to niche and scale your business, we'd love to speak with you about a scalable white label SEO solution. You can email me directly. Again, Ryan is my name, Ryan McGovern, ryan at seobrothers.co, or you can just go to our website, seobrothers.co. And same for Jackie. If there's anything that Jackie said during our conversation that resonated with you, you think you want to get in touch, maybe you have 
a dental client that you're struggling with and she she might be able to help you out. Jackie, how can our listeners get a hold of you? Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on today, Ryan. And they can go to our website, mydentalagency.com, or you can email me directly at Jackie, that's J-A-C-K-I-E, at mydentalagency.com. Easiest ways to get in touch. Wonderful. Thank you so much again, Jackie, for being here. We really appreciate you and take care. Thanks. Thanks.